And now it's time for City Update, and I'm joined, as usual, joined even as usual, by Lee Humphreys. Hello, Lee, how are you? Eventually. Yes, indeed, something <laughs> like that. Anyway, how are you today? I'm very good, very, very, very nice. Well, it's been another busy week financially, hasn't it? It has, it really has. I mean, we, we, we thought last week couldn't be topped, so that was quite busy because we had all the interest rate rises in the UK, the US, and various other uh, countries around the globe, but the, uh, the excitement has continued into this week as well right okay yeah so i see a lot of markets selling off then yeah it's continued really since we last spoke so actually the the initial reaction last um wednesday night when the united states put up their interest rates uh, by uh, by 50 basis points by half a percent um, was there was an initial rally and then they it was just sort of they turned that ship around pretty quickly and then there was a huge sell-off um sort of tech shares in the uh, in the u.s in the nasdaq market fell about 10 percent uh, between um thursday and the end of trading on monday um some of the big names that our listeners would have definitely heard of things like amazon is now standing about 40 42 percent below its all-time high back in october 2021 so there's been some really significant moves my goodness me and what about the effort uh the footsie then that's been outperforming hasn't it well it has um it, it, the footsie tends to do well in this kind of uh, market for a couple of reasons uh, one of which is currency um the the uh, the british currency the, the sterling is is particularly weak at the moment it's trading around 122 against the us dollar for example that helps all our companies that are overseas that want to then repatriate those uh, those dollars and yen and uh, yuan uh, among other currencies back into sterling so that really helps that's that's one thing that's helped and also of course two of the companies that we talked about last week shell and bp are british companies what do they do they basically dig up oil and uh, and sell it on world markets well um crude prices for example are extremely high crude oil is up 42 percent um, so far this year so if we compare the footsie's performance which is down about two percent year to date fairly you know fairly modest um and then we compare that with germany and france for example which are down 13 percent. i looked actually earlier that sweden is down 18 percent um year to date so that's just you know in five months you can see that the footsie's faring relatively well right good okay and uh, what about supply issues well, you know, the one of the big problems here, and this is what we, when we look at all this sort of sea of red on our on our screens, Graham, um, what is going on really? I mean, there is um, there is this nasty word that uh, um, I think you may mention last last week, stagflation. It was talked about in the nineteen seventies. Well, it's back and it's making it's making a real comeback this time. What is stagflation? It's stagnation mixed with inflation um you were talking to, when we were off air just a moment ago graham you said you saw some figures uh, from the u.s um uh, inflation figures in the u.s last night what were they doing? yes i think 8.3 percent i think i think they were claiming that the latest figures for the past uh, week or two has been a flattening off in the, in the growth they're hoping it's reaching the peak now that's what their fear their well, we theory can, is yeah we can we can certainly keep our fingers crossed yeah those that's right that was the cpi number that came out yesterday so but that 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 kind that sign kind of inflation um, a pattern is uh, mirrored really throughout the world, including uh, the UK. And we can see this feeding through into um, everyday goods. Um, new car prices, for example, in that CPI figure that you were talking about uh, that came out yesterday in the United States, um, new car prices are up 13% 
on the year. Second-hand car prices are extremely hot. You know, when when uh, prices of new cars go up, people then uh, will transfer over to um, second-hand cars, and and there is a huge demand for second-hand cars. Obviously, we've also seen in this country in particular, but around the world, um, house prices are particularly high. There was some data out this morning um, from the RICS uh, survey, that the RICS being the Royal Institute of Chartered Surveyors. 80% Graham of chartered surveyors are seeing house price increases right now. And there's also, of course, as I've just alluded to earlier, the commodity price increases. My goodness me, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's all going in the wrong direction at the moment, isn't it? Uh, it certainly is. Now, um, you know, is, we've got to basically ask ourselves, as, as markets are, is inflation that we're seeing right now in the UK and other places, um, is that a new thing? The answer to that is no, it's not, despite what our political leaders uh, might tell us. Um, we've seen this is the 25th month consecutive month of rising inflation so you know that dovetails quite nicely if you remember back about 24 25 months ago and we had our lockdown not only here but everywhere else combine that graham with the fact that we printed money we the world economy world governments were printing money um, uh, and you know so we had this awful situation in which we put well governments around the world put their economies in a deep freeze deep freeze whilst printing money printing money historically has never been a great recipe for economic success no indeed indeed and uh, what can be done about all this anyway well i mean one can tr- hope that governments reel in uh, uh, public in expenditure and they are trying to do that certainly in the uk they're trying to do that a little bit um but you know it's 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 th- there is this uh, there is a lot of um you know government's tend to like spending money and if they haven't got that money they borrow that money i saw something um, from the san francisco federal reserve just a couple of days ago they basically said that the um the 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 amount of printing of money uh, in the u.s uh, amounted to four trillion dollars um over that sort of lockdown period and they said that 3% 3% of the 8.3% uh, inflation rate that we're currently seeing in the United States is attributed to just that sort of printing of money. That's uh, over a third of the inflation figure that we basically are seeing at the moment is attributable to that uh, that printing of money. So you can see that you know, governments have not handled this situation so far particularly well. And indeed, I think as we were saying last week, even with the Bank of England raising interest rates here, if it's a worldwide situation, there's only so much we can do. That's right. That's exactly right, actually. Yeah, we, I think I finished off by saying it was like pushing, putting up interest rates was pushing out a, a piece of string. Mm. Are, are the, is the Bank of England going to carry on pushing that uh, piece of string? Oh, you bet they are. Um, the Deputy Governor uh, Dave Ramsden uh, today was sort of on the Newswise um, saying that uh, he certainly could see, um, uh, the, you know, further interest rate um, uh, rises however look traditionally speaking Graham is that we only see interest rate rises when the economy is doing too well people say it's overheating we need to put interest rates up well it certainly isn't we had some GDP data out of the UK today and we saw um, it was both quarterly and monthly and we saw uh, on the monthly basis that the month of February saw a 0% rise in GDP it wasn't gaining it wasn't falling Hmm. but uh, March saw a 0.1% 0.1% fall. We are seeing a weaker economy. Um, and that's throughout the whole economy. We've seen manufacturing and services uh, that are weaker. And of course, this is, uh, you know, feeding through, this is exacerbating this cost of living crisis that we're um, all talking about. 
Yeah, because we're all being squeezed now. We're spending far more on fuel, and it's going to go up and up and up, isn't it? And uh, we've got less money to spend on everything else. And I believe the U.S. debt now is what thirty tr- trillion. It's a it's a huge figure. It, it is a, a thirty trillion in debt. That is uh, that is absolutely right. And 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 who owns that debt, Graham? China, yeah, basically yeah. the Chinese uh, own that. But you know, back back to uh, these uh, these shores, um, Graham. Um, inflation was last seen in the UK um, like this in the in the eighties. You probably remember it, and the early nineties as well. Now, when inflation was like that, interest rates, which are now uh, were put up last week to just one percent, were then. Fifteen hmm. percent. I can remember it. I can remember my mortgage doubling. <laughs> so you know, you period. can see, you can see here. Um, you know, you can see the the the, the problem. Um, now, can um, the British government, for example, uh, you know, put up rates to fifteen percent? I can fear. I can sort of sense the fear of of the uh, of our listeners uh, right now, um, running for the hills, thinking they might their mortgages will go up to fifteen percent or or more than fifteen percent. The answer to that is simply no. Why is that? Going back to the lockdown, in the year 2020, the government borrowed £330 billion. Pounds. Mm. Uh, and uh, it's, 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 it's thought of in the city now that it, if, if interest rates get to 3%, governments, not just the UK, um, this is uh, scant consolation, oh, yeah. governments are going to be bankrupt. They yes. cannot service that debt. So going yeah. back to your, your point that you just sagely made, Graham, but if the US has got thirty trillion debt, uh, uh, they will not three uh, percent. They're just not going to be able to service uh, that debt, and the Chinese are not going to be uh, going to sort of brush this to one side and say, "Oh, there, there." Um, you know, we'll we'll we'll, we'll forget about that. Well, of course, China anyway, with all these lockdowns going on, are in problems anyway in terms of selling goods now, aren't they? Uh, they absolutely are. They're basically not arriving on the shores. We, uh, in our in our wisdom, we the West has outsourced our manufacturing to China, and you rightly say these uh, we've got further uh, lockdowns. Um, Rolls-Royce were out this morning. They said the supply chain is worsening over there. That certainly um, um, dovetails with pictures that I've seen of, of boats just moored outside uh, the port in, in Shanghai, for example, on the, the list or the number of boats is getting greater and greater and greater. Tesla uh, this week said they have halted production in China. Uh, they cited supply issues. And Toyota on Tuesday, the big Japanese auto manufacturer, said they were cutting production in China for exactly the same reasons, and you know you're right that we've we've manufactured with the the manufactured goods just aren't arriving on our shore for the reasons we've just discussed, and then we've got this inflationary um, uh, problem whereby you know we've seen that the West has outsourced its energy requirements to Russia and Saudi Arabia, and you know obviously we've got a war going on uh, right now. We've had to impose sanctions on russia as a result um and but you know what we are doing is we're blocking off uh, ourselves from 12 percent of the world's oil supply russia supplies there there or thereabouts about 12 percent um and as a result guess what you know oil prices go up we started off by saying that crude prices are up 40 percent uh, um year to date we've also got heating oil that's up 60 percent year to date mm. that's just in five months natural gas graham is up a hundred percent and what is the you know we've mentioned three countries there saudi arabia china with the manufacturing and russia with the oil and gas you know there is a common theme here they are all dictatorships yeah we've got to rethink everything really haven't we i think 
so. I, th- I think so. But I mean, look, we're not out of the woods completely. We, the West, are not out of the woods uh, entirely. We've got these supply kind of issues, Graham, um, uh, especially in the energy market. And that is indeed causing its own inflation we've got um you know sort of uh, governments governments around the world have been shutting down pipelines and and, and drilling facilities we've in the uk of course we've had uh, fracking uh, that's been mothballed uh, in various locations we've had this giant um, keystone xl pipeline between um, the united states and canada i think it's 1200 miles long um, that biden shut down pretty much the first thing that he did when he arrived now that's obviously going to be limiting supply we've likewise um, we've had nord stream 2 which has actually gone bankrupt it's the pipe it's the second pipe between russia and germany delivering uh, gas into germany and that also now has been mothballed and then combine that Graham with of course which I just mentioned the war we've got other supply type issues Russia and Ukraine uh, for example account for 35% of the world's wheat supply wheat uh, wheat, uh, wheat prices are up over 45% year to date and you know if the, if, you know, if, if the farmers um, thought they would be gaining in terms of prices well they're having to pay a lot more for things like fertiliser again Russia and UK Ukraine account for 17.17% of the world's fertilizer. Now, this affects farmers globally because not only does it put up uh, prices, but obviously cuts their yield uh, for their for their produce as well. Yeah, I think we all knew about our dependence on Russia for for energy, but I don't think we were all that aware, the public, about Ukraine's role in uh, food production. That's absolutely right. But talking of food, and I wanted to sort of end, uh, this is sort of maybe a slightly sour uh, note up until now, but I wanted to sort of um, something that uh, sm- made me smile uh, today, Graham, and I'll leave you with this thought. The Tesco, which we needs no introduction here, has teamed up with a company called ID. Uh, WG, which is a sort of a flexible office company that owns the likes of Regis and Spaces brands. Um, uh, for those people that work up in London, they'll know those. Um, they are going to be converting excess space in um, one of the supermarkets in South London, a 3,800 square feet um, a mezzanine floor within this Tesco building, um, to um, uh, 30 co-working spaces and meeting rooms with various desks for laptops and what have you so not only can you now go into tesco for your washing powder and uh, and a dozen eggs but you can also do your work in there at the same time oh a clever marketing ploy there isn't they yeah Absolutely. all right well thank you very much lee we look forward to another update next week and on brooklyn's radio great to see you graham that was lee humphries there with city update 